is up, bros? Welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I am Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we are bringing... We are reincarnating it, <laughs> a, a segment that has long been gone but not forgotten. What's in the box? Where we talk about this week's box office and we've missed you yeah and there's some freaking there's blah, 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 blah. Damn, you're turning into me i know right <laughs> there is some drama happening yes there is yeah so we'll we'll get into that uh 4k spotlight we have a new 4k coming out this week for a newer movie. Um, and then for Through the Wall, we have a couple trailers that we're going to talk about. Uh, one trailer, one teaser for an upcoming TV show. And then for this week's headliner, we will be breaking down Space Jam, a new legacy. Yeah, yeah buddy. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hell yeah. Hello, my name is Brooker, and I want to talk to you about my fun horror podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Each week, I will talk about a different horror movie through one or two ways, either a kill grade episode where I come up with a cool rubric to grade the kills in each movie. I'll talk about the style, the method, and how impactful it was on me. At the end of the episode, I'll rank all the kills and tell you which ones are my favorite and which ones I thought sucked. I do also like to get a little academic with the movies and do more of what I call a horror review. I will talk about what was good, what was bad, what types of psychological fears the movie plays off of, and what I thought was the scariest part of the movie, while also throwing in some interpretation and wacky theories for the movie. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out on Tuesdays. Also, if you're a YouTube fan, these episodes are made available 48 hours early on my YouTube channel at Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brucker Horror or email me at BruckerHorror at gmail.com to let me know your thoughts and interpretations or if you have a movie request you'd like for me to do. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and I hope you get to enjoy the show. Alrighty, first up... The reincarnation of what's in the box. So, Rose, you have all of the the hot I, gossip. <laughs> I have the floor. Hell yeah. You know, I like that you're uh, putting this before 4K Spotlight. I like this changeup. Um, so, uh, yes, the box office is finally starting to take off again. We're getting some good gossip, some good hot, hot, not hot feed. Oh, damn, I'm already screwing up. I thought it was just going to be Caleb this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know that never happens. I mean, yeah, true. Um, but anyway, so Space Jam: A New Legacy opened up in theaters theaters this weekend, and it actually overperformed. So Warner Brothers projected Space Jam to bring in about twenty million. Um, probably I'm assuming one because of the whole HBO max thing with, you know, for the next, I, I think they signed it for all year that, uh, all, um, Warner brothers movies are out for a month on HBO max as what as well while they're in theaters. 
I, I feel honestly really bad that they signed it for a year because it kind of sucks for them. It's kind of blown up in their face a little bit just because you can tell you can tell that people are excited to go back to the movie theaters. Not everybody, you know, people are, are still a little um, cautious. Um, but I, I feel that these numbers do show that people are excited to get back in those movie theater seats. I think it's a, a double-edged sword because you got to think like some people aren't ready to get out and some people don't didn't want to get out in the first place. True. This is very true. Yeah, it's kind of they went to the movie theaters because they had to. And with me, certainly, there was a few instances where it was just like, okay, if I want to see this movie, I have to go see it in theaters. Damn, it wasn't bro, one that I was like, that. no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily one that I was like excited to get out and go see on the big screen. Like that. Okay. I will admit that it, it. I do appreciate the convenience of being able to go and see a movie <laughs> or be able to see a new movie at home. Okay. Versus going out, but there is an experience, and I think it's just the big screen experience, which me and you are trying to replace with, with VR, currently. And I think I found a system, and it should be freaking bitching. And if anyone else wants to get in on this, we'll freaking have an all bros movie night with like anyone who wants to <laughs> join us. <laughs> Vic, we expect you at least. We expect you to be at least at least at one of these. Come on, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All uh, right. Anyway, so I think, like, I think overall, like, the issue is they're not sharing the numbers from the streaming services. So actually, okay, I actually want to get into that. Okay. Um, so that's true. So HBO Max doesn't share um, for some reason their. Um, numbers of how many how many people certain people streamed it and i think that's the only reason that they do that is because it's worked in with the price that you're paying for hbo max you don't have to pay anything extra to stream these movies from the price that you pay for a subscription whereas with disney plus and we'll get into this um when it comes to premiere access you do have to pay an extra 30 dollars for certain movies um but so yeah so space jam a new legacy beat black widow for its second weekend, which, uh, really sucks. But yeah, so like I said, uh, Warner Brothers was expecting it to come in about twenty million, um, which would have been, which would have been lowballing, considering that this movie's budget was one hundred fifty million. Which holy shit, <laughs> I did not expect that big of a budget for a Space Jam movie. Um, but it exceeded expectations and came in at thirty one point seven million shit yeah um so and lebron james i mean i i don't know how this guy is in real life don't know jack shit about basketball i can literally name four i can name how many players i know from basketball on one hand dead serious (laughs) honestly i don't even know if i could list that many (laughs) let's let's see we got i got shaq kobe LeBron James and Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay, that pretty much covers all the ones I know too. <laughs> all right, sweet. So we're on the same page here. <laughs> like, 
dude, um, like, what's sad is I couldn't have done that off the top of my head. Oh, really? It's just like, oh, I've heard that name before. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but if you would have said, like, hey, list, list some athletes right now, I don't, like, I would have been able to do LeBron James and that's, and Michael Jordan. <laughs> and that's probably it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, so yeah, so LeBron James came out and to, I think he put it on like Twitter or something. He said, uh, he posted like a link to how much Space Jam brought in and he's just like, he either said suck it haters or no, he said sup haters. Like you cocky son of a bitch. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's awesome that your movie brought in, like it, it exceeded what it was supposed to. But it's still the budget was 150 million, and so far it's brought in I think 50 some. It's brought in 53 million. So mm. it's it's still got a little way. So LeBron, let let's calm down. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, and for, so that's what uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy came out at the box office. Black Widow, unfortunately, fell to number two. Like we said. Um, finishing at twenty six point three million, um, which is, uh, I believe, it is yeah. So it is one of the biggest drops ever for a Marvel title in um, its second weekend. It's like online with Ant Man and the Wasp when it comes to their second weekend drop. And actually, um, from what this says, it is the worst among, or it is the it is the uh, so it is actually the worst drop that a Marvel movie since they've been bought by Disney has ever had in its second weekend. Okay. This is where I think the streaming service comes into play here because like you got to think with, with past Marvel movies, you, the only way to see it was to see it in theaters. That was the, only way that you could go see it so if people missed it first weekend they had to go see it's op- or second weekend or third fourth whatever like they had to wait to to go see it with this it's just like the people that were just super hyped super excited to see this movie opening weekend they went and they went to go see it like the yep. day it came out the people that were just like oh i'm gonna wait or that just were too busy to get out the opening weekend. They're just like, yeah. oh, screw it. I can just get it on Disney Plus. Which I find... Okay, so this is what I find interesting is that when they announced the numbers for Black Widow last weekend, they actually did, for the first time, Disney's has never done this, they announced how much Black Widow uh, brought in from Disney Plus. Um, and I think it was around $60 million. And then box office-wise, it brought in about $80 million. So it had a decent opening, um, but um, like with this whole like huge second weekend drop, movie theaters are freaking furious. They are fighting Disney on how like how badly Black Widow dropped because with Disney Plus that whole premiere access, Disney gets every single damn dime. They don't have to share anything. Yeah. Whereas with in theaters, they have to share it with you know uh, Cinemark, AMC, all this shit. Um, or not all this shit, all of these uh, movie theater chains. So, yeah, movie theaters are freaking furious that Black Widow is not making that much money now. It had one of the biggest second weekend drops. Um, so it's going to be very interesting, to me at least, 
that after Jungle Cruise comes out, because that is actually the last uh, in theaters and on premiere access movie that Disney is doing. After that, it is strictly in theaters. Um, it's going to be interesting, um, hopefully, because uh, I'm very interested to see how Shang-Chi does, considering that one's just going to be in theaters. Um, hopefully, I mean, we'll see if that bumps up Marvel movies. Um, I really wish that they did post how much Disney Pl- uh, Black Widow did its second weekend for uh, Disney Plus um, purchases, but I mean, I just don't know how much, because I feel like everyone that wanted to see it bought it that first weekend. Yeah. I mean, like, I, and that's like, that was a damn good opening for them. The oh, only yeah. issue is... You're you got to think like they're paying, or Disney's only getting the money for the equivalent of two, maybe three tickets. Yep. Which is the thirty bucks. That's that's two, maybe three tickets, and like who knows? Like, and you're, you you can't apply for all the people that are just sharing their password, sharing their account information, and all that shit. Kind of shocked that Disney's not cracking down on that more. <laughs> With the whole premiere access. Yeah, it's well, it's like, how can you? And true. Well, I mean, you could have the how many people can be logged into your account at one time. Right, but you can continue. Like, I think that's a tough, like a, a weird road to travel down, because it's like, okay, what if you have a bigger family? Okay, true. Because then it's like, oh well, so all of my kids, like, if I decided to freaking have a litter of children. Like all my kids can't be logged on to Disney Plus. Apparently, We're like sorry, I think Mary. Netflix does that, and I think it, it hinders them. In some oh, I way. hate Netflix so much for that shit. Freaking having to pay like extra five dollars a month just to be able to watch it on three screens at the same time. Yeah, freaking bullshit. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think that's where. They're getting screwed, but with along that same road, I like I don't understand. Like Disney doesn't need the freaking movie theater money. Like Disney if they doesn't just, need money in general. <laughs> that's absolutely true, but it's <laughs> like I feel like there's there's better ways to to make the money off of the movies again. Like I think it's just in a weird transitional period, and they there's. There's got to be a, a like a renaissance of someone needs to come up with like a, a solid idea for people to make the money back. I think um I think it's both Paramount and Universal that is doing this. It might just be Paramount, but I think they're doing a uh, uh the way that they're handling the theater and streaming thing is like freaking perfect. Is that it's exclusively in theaters for I think it's forty five days and then you can um you can buy it on pvod you can't rent it you have to full-on buy it for twenty dollars or if um i don't know if universal would probably use like peacock but with like uh paramount plus um a quiet place part two just barely started streaming on there and honestly i don't know about you it feels like it's been ages since a quiet place part two uh released in theaters that's true so I think that's a great idea. Uh, it's able to make some decent money at the box office, and then people that you know do want to actually see it at home, 
they don't have to freaking pay up. They don't have to pay up the ass to be able to watch it. I mean, I hope they're okay with waiting a little bit. I mean, I mean, a month month isn't that bad having to wait to see a movie. Yeah. Well, it's harder to. I think it's harder to do with. Well, like with the Quiet Place Part Two, it's a horror movie, and I, for me personally, it's hard to spoil a, a horror movie. That's true. So. I think you can get away with that and it's not a big a big blockbuster hit where you can have things spoiled for you like with Black Widow or yeah. any other Marvel movie. All those those movies it's like okay, you can those can get ruined for you. Yeah. Like if like someone if someone said like a spoiler for Space Jam a New Legacy, I could have given two shits. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just kind of like I don't know. It's there's there's a transition happening here, and I'm not super thrilled either way. No, I'm sorry, man. The premiere access is going away. I think that's I think that's a mistake. I don't know. We'll, I think... we'll, we'll see how Disney does after it. Be interesting, or how Disney movies perform at the box office after it. Yeah, because it's. Movie theaters are they so when they're with the box office? Is that how much the studios are getting back? Uh, no the no the box office is how much it's uh, just made at the movie theater. It doesn't account into who gets how much. That's just overall how many tickets were sold for that certain movie. Okay, because you got to think with with that. With that fact going up, a majority of the ticket sales go to the studios. That's true, and honestly, uh, movie movie theater chains have been fighting Disney for with that for years. Yeah, but so like if Disney if if Disney wanted to, because like you got to think Disney now has the power behind Disney, and it has the power behind Fox or what Fox used to be. It has these two like mega studios behind it. If they were just like, yeah, we're not doing, uh, we're, we're not releasing in theaters anymore. What are theaters going to do? Nothing. You know, honestly, I'm very shocked that like for how much Disney owns and how much you know money they make and just how rich the company is, I'm amazed they haven't like started their own theater chain. I know, right? <laughs> And then you could charge up the ass because you have the Disney brand on on a theater. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll fully admit, I I would probably pay if they asked me to pay like twenty dollars to see an Avengers movie in their version of IMAX. I'm sure I would do it. I probably would too. I'm just yeah. that big of a whore. Yeah. I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, I I'm a, I I don't know. I think this is a weird transitional period, and I think the next couple of years are going to be very telling about the future of the movie theater industry. And I, I, I am personally on the team that thinks it's dying. I'm sorry. I, I mean, like, I, I don't want I'm, it to. I will say this: yeah, I don't no, want I it to, you. but okay. I think it is. That's for, I mean I don't know like from what I've seen 
you know, people are, some people are, you know, wanting to get back to the movies, but you do have a point that not everybody does. And like you said, over the next couple years, that really could just screw this all over. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like, I, I think the people that want to go to theaters are the people that want the full theatrical experience, seeing it on the big screen, seeing like in the, I think that's the thing. It's the big screen. People want to see it on the big screen. (laughs) Yep. That's definitely what it is. But you also got to think about your, your audience. Cause with Disney movies, especially like with Luca, I know that one didn't go to, well, did it go to theaters? Uh, no, Luca, both, and this is why, like, Pixar is, like, pissed off at Disney. Yeah, both, like, Soul and Luca never got a theatrical release. Both were straight to Disney+. Plus. That's, that's bullshit. I don't agree with that. <laughs> but, you gotta, th- like, with, with Luca, you gotta think with Luca, if it did get a theatrical release, who is more, who's more likely to see that? Someone... Okay, someone our age, like, imagine, like, somewhat, like, a normal 25-year-old. <laughs> I mean, hey, look at it this way. You'd get away with it way more if you took Iris than me. I know. I'm but just like, a single but think about, like, I'm thinking, like, normal people, not, like, okay. not like me or you. <laughs> okay. Like, who's more likely to go see Luca on on a weekend? Like... A normal twenty-five-year-old? No. Yeah, or like the the people that are more likely that are going to go are people with young children. Yeah, around the ages of three and up. Yeah, yeah. I'll say range for Luca. And I will say this: I do not have a three-year-old yet. I do not know how she is going to behave when she's that age. But I'm pretty sure I am not going to want to take her to the movie theaters. <laughs> so if there's a you chance know, for me enough. to be like, hey, I can stay at home, sit in my own freaking couch, cook my own freaking popcorn, and watch like some bullshit movie, like just plop Did you her. Just in... call Luca a no, bullshit uh, like, movie. No, like I'm just I, as a, <gasps> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just talking like I'm as kidding, a I'm kidding as a parent. <laughs> like. I can sit her down in front of this movie that I could give two shits about. Like, if I was a normal parent. <laughs> like, I actually <laughs> freaking... Like, I freaking adored Luca. If you have not listened to our breakdown yet, go check it out. But, yeah, it's like this movie... Like, if I was a normal parent, I could be like, here, here's a new movie. Sit down and be distracted for a couple hours while I go do something meaningful with my life. Damn. Yeah, and then like with movie theaters, it's Please like okay, never be that like, kind of father. I know I'm not going to. Okay, good. It, like it's, it's like you, if I were to take her to the theater, or if I had more than one child, it's make like wrestling, making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to, getting all the concessions and everything while I have two children, two or more children with me. It's a freaking nightmare. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. I know, I know nothing about you know handling children, or at least yeah, in a movie it would, theater. It it would be a a nightmare. But 
the like I, that's why I love the in home option because I'm more likely as a parent to rent a movie from home than I am to go see one in theaters with my children. See, this is what kind of said like this is like two different perspectives because you got Caleb, you know. It's way more uh, easy for him to just purchase, you know, Black Widow with Premiere Access at home. He's able to watch his daughter. Him and Brielle can just have a nice, you know, movie night together. If Brielle's, if Brielle, wow, is Iris, if Iris is already asleep. Whereas with me, you know, me being, you know, single as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop making that joke. Um, you know, I, I'm more likely to go experience black widow or even space jam a new legacy in theaters i actually did see this one in theaters um just because you know i'm just like you know what i it looks visual uh it looks like a visual spectacle i do want to sit like kayla pointed out it's for the big screen there's certain movies you want to see on the big screen i'm gonna go see it in theaters even though i have it at my fingertips with either on disney plus or hbo max i'm still going to pay that extra money to experience on the big screen yeah that's that this is exactly the reason why i am excited to test out this vr theatrical experience because the whole like what made the movie theater experience good for me was the big screen and seeing it with with my buddy yeah that like we can't do that anymore yeah and so if in the vr experience I can do that. I can see it on as Damn big of a screen sure. as I freaking want to in any situation that I want to. Like, I can see it in a theater. I can see it, like, if, like, they have virtual um, environments that you can do. Like, you can have one where it's, like, inside a, a house. You can have one inside a grand theater. You can have one in space. You can have one in the middle of the woods if you wanted to. But... Okay, if we're talking space, we have to watch Star Wars. Like, come on. Dude, no shit, thing. right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a no-brainer. Or Star Trek, whichever. But still. Yeah, but with with stuff like that, that's, for me, that's the movie-going experience. Seeing it on a massive screen with my friend or with my buddy. I was going to say, I've been dem- Demoted to friend. Wow. Whatever. Okay. Freaking semantics, man. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's the movie go- going experience. So if I can replicate that in VR and still have like a freaking kick ass experience, like I'd rather do that. That's fair. So like, I'm I'm excited I mean, to get this up off the ground. And oh, if we I could do. get dude, if we can get this off the ground and get multiple people involved. So dope. Dude, that'd be freaking sick. <laughs> DJ Jason, we also expect you at one of these. Oh my Beth, gosh, dude. That everybody, would be come on. My brain would explode. <laughs> <laughs> dude, could you imagine freaking watching uh uh Big Trouble in Little China in a grand movie theater with Jason just talking your ear off about all the crazy shit that they did. Oh my gosh, dude, that would be that'd be so insane. Awesome. That'd be so awesome. Oh my gosh, this just makes me more excited, and I want to do it even more. <laughs> like I was doing so much research this week, it was not funny. Really, shit. Yeah, like any time, like even at work, I have 
on my breaks, I was Googling, like, hey, how good is this experience? And oh, yeah. I was, like, running my tests whenever I was home. Like, I went all freaking out, and I am genuinely excited. Because if we can pull this off, and if it's a good experience, like, I could be done with theaters forever. Yeah. But, like I said, I, if I this experience that, is good. But, you know, like, can I get the best of both worlds? Can I do both? I don't know. I, I feel like I could re- recreate everything virtually. Will you, will you even give me a luxury lounge? <laughs> Whatever the hell you want, man. I'm I don't kidding. care. I'm just kidding, bro. Just kidding. That's the good thing about it. Like, I could just, I could freaking set up a home movie theater experience. Like, have the surround sound in a, in a freaking closet if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Like, have my luxury lounger. Just get, like, a freaking uh, recliner. Throw it in the closet. Put my surround sound speakers in there. Just turn it up a little bit. Because it's, like, it's all going to be compact. So I don't need it up that loud. And freaking, oh my gosh. I mean, that'd be insane. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, freaking get before everyone. Before Caleb wets himself. Yeah, uh, no, maybe right. we should move on. Yeah, four uh, K spotlight, Rose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gladly. <laughs> um, so for this week's big release, we got a Quiet Place Part Two. I still haven't seen the first one, and I'm gonna ki- I'm kicking myself because they had both. I mean, I don't know if a Quiet Place Part Two steelbook is sold out yet. They'll do it to where like it will say it's out of stock, but then on release week it will come back in stock. So. Hopefully it does, but I missed out on the 4K steelbook of the first one, and I'm kicking myself because I want both of them on 4K steelbook. But hopefully they both come back into stock. But anyway, so like I pointed out already, it's getting a steelbook, Best Buy exclusive 4K steelbook. It's beautiful. You'll definitely see a picture on our uh, all on on all of our social media. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, and then it's going to be getting a uh, regular 4K release as re- as well as a Blu-ray release. Um, yeah, I, I still feel bad that I haven't seen the first one. I hate that I missed out on the first one in theaters, and now I also hate that I missed out on this one in theaters. Bro, if we could... This is what I'm saying. We can recreate the freaking experience. Okay, okay. I, I am absolutely down for that. But like the first time we watch it together, or like I would probably have to watch it separately the first time, just because I've heard like you have to watch it in complete silence. I mean, unless you're okay with watching it in complete silence the first time, and then we can talk over it the second time. Honestly, like it's been long enough. I could probably do that. Ah, oh, dope. Okay, cool. Okay, so never mind. I don't have to watch it by myself. Um, but yeah. Okay, cool. So this yeah, is moving along, like, guys. Just like just think about that. Dude, think about that experience. It you it get to see cool. it on whatever size screen you want to see it on, oh, with so the beautiful. added knowledge that you are sitting next to me virtually. Yeah, obviously we so are much. not going to be saying anything. Yeah, true. Like we might, like whatever, like who knows. Like, but at least we know if we say something, we're not going to get shushed for how quiet this movie is. Yeah, it's it, like, not even that. It's like, uh, 
like I know like when you how you talk during movies and you know how I talk during movies. Yes. And it's like I like I don't get annoyed with the way that you talk and I assume you don't get annoyed with the way that I talk. Like it's well, always no, it's always been quick. Yeah, oh yeah. Like any time that we've talked during a movie, it's always been freaking quick. Like uh in, it's in literally just court. dude, bro. That's really it. Yeah. So it just be like it just be those little comments. But just like it would just be that feeling of knowing that you can hear me and I can like they have like the avatars you can build, so it's like knowing that I can like look over and see you quote unquote. <laughs> dude, you're getting dude, you're kinda like getting me sentimental over here. What the hell, man? Yeah, it's just that's the experience <laughs> that I'm looking for. Like like I said, recreating it virtually. Obviously it's not gonna be perfect. It's not gonna be in person where I can like freaking slap you when when shit hits the fan in a movie. <laughs> I mean I I'm okay with that. I don't miss that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like but it's everything else that I enjoy about it. Cause it's like popcorn, drink, like whatever. I can I can get my own snacks and a drink. Like I don't go to movie theaters for the snacks and the drink. I go to the movie theater to see it with my with my buddy and a big ass screen. Yeah. And so VR Dude, freaking covers just... that. Dude, you're a freaking asshole. You actually got me like tearing up over here. You dick. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna just keep going off on this VR shit until like, we actually do it. <laughs> oh shit. I mean, considering you just got me like shedding a tear here, I mean, I think that just signals that I'm like 110% down for this. Yeah. Like, I honestly I want to get this done within the next couple months. Dude, I'm in. Whatever you need from me, just let me know. Yeah. Anyway, getting back, Quiet Place Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so if you guys want to pick up a Quiet Place Part Two, I mean, I don't know if the Steel Book will be back in stock by Monday. Um, if you wanted it right now, unfortunately it's out of stock, but might come back in the stock. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so that, like I said, that is coming to 4K this week. Hell yeah. All right, next up, moving on to Through the Wall. We have two trailers that we are going to talk about. Uh, first one, I'll, I'll start off with the one that I think we have a little less to talk about, is the uh, the Chucky TV teaser. Yes, yeah, good, good choice. So, um. yeah, so there's a, what was it, CBS? Uh no, so it's so it's interesting. It's going to be on two networks, I think. It's going to be both on Sci-Fi and USA. USA, that's right. That's that's so weird though. It's going to be on two networks. Well, I think USA and Sci-Fi share a lot of stuff. Oh, they do. Okay. I think so. Okay, so I don't know. I haven't sense. had cable in a really long time. <laughs> I mean, I have it. I just don't watch it. Yeah, freaking commercials suck, man. They do. do. Like, I'm a spoiled bastard with streaming. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like... <laughs> like, I think it's... Like, I think it's funny. Like, I almost get indignant whenever YouTube... Can I help you? Freaking rattling the, the door handle. <laughs> Wait, irises? No, Braille was. Oh, shit. 
Wait, I was okay for a second. For a second, I'm like, wait, how in the hell can Iris crawl out of her crib like that? <laughs> Dude, how trippy would that have been? Totally for, I mean, because I've seen that girl walk and run, so like, I wouldn't put it past her. I know, I wouldn't put it past her either. <laughs> um, God damn it, what was I saying? Sorry. Uh, shit, it was. Uh, oh, uh, oh, streaming and commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, I like I get indignant when I'm watching a YouTube video and it's just like commercial after commercial or ad after ad after ad, <laughs> and I was just like, bitch, like I grew up with cable, <laughs> like you will not break me, YouTube. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like you gave me that skip ad button, bitch. Like that's all I need. <laughs> Dude, it sucks though when there it's like a thirty second ad and there's no skip ad button. Ah, like, that's the ugh. that's the worst. That's the time where I'm like, God damn it, like you're getting close. <laughs> you bitches. Yeah. Um but anyway, Chucky TV teaser getting back into that. Didn't show a whole lot. It just showed the Chucky doll and a child purchasing said doll and walking off with it. Yeah. Um, and then uh and then someone's noticed that the butcher knife was missing. Oh, gee, I wonder who took it. It was Michael Myers. <laughs> he needed to... this is t- this takes place in Haddonfield. Yes. Um, That'd be such a. I mean, considering Universal now owns both of them, that would be a pretty bitching crossover. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but what do you think of how Chucky looks? Um. I was actually thinking about this. I'm actually very shocked. I actually think he looks better in this than he did in, at least in Cult of Chucky. Because, I don't know, the the animatronics in that one were just, like, really, like, spotty for me. It was, like, good, and then it looked like shit. <laughs> um, And so I feel, I mean, this is a very quick teaser. It's only, like, what, like, 30 seconds? If that. Yeah. Um... But I feel like, which is really shocking for a TV show, it seems like the animatronics are going to be a little better. Chucky does look better, I feel, than he did in Colt. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it it's freaking Chucky. I'm, of course, a thousand down. Even yeah. though I... What I'm interested is that with... Because I want to say that Don Mancini said that Colt of Chucky is leading into this... So, I'm, um, but this trailer is giving me my doubts. Considering at the end of Colt to Chucky, um, Chucky transferred his soul into Nika. Yeah. So, so we'll we'll see how this yeah. one goes. <laughs> it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah. See if it upholds that the Chucky continuity that we think it's going to. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting, and I mean, I'm grateful that uh, Brad Dorff's back to voice Chucky. Um, I'm sorry, they have to retire this version of Chucky after he unfortunately passes away. I'm sorry, no one else can play the this this Chucky besides Brad Dorff. I'll agree with that. Definitely this version. I think that they could continue Chucky moving forward with, with Mark yeah, Hamill, with, but yes, they have to oh, yeah, continue absolutely. his version. Yeah, they yeah they can't just Mark Hamill's voice with this Chucky. It just I'm sorry, it w- I'm not saying it would be a disservice to Brad Dourif. It just wouldn't work for me. 
Right. Um, um, the only other, the only thing I have complaining about how he looks is his hair. It looks super poofy. It does. And it had this, you know, it had the same problem I feel in a cult of Chucky. Yes, 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 yes. I can't, did it have the same, um, problem in curse too? Not, no, not. Okay. It was not nearly as bad in, in Curse, but okay. it was very, very puffy. And it was yeah, really long, um, too. Like, in this, it was, like, especially long. It was almost down to his, like, his upper back. Yeah. And I feel like I it, it needs to be shoulder, See, or at least yeah, mid-neck. Like, can't we just go back to the length it was in, like, Child's Play, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3? You're going off the same continuity. It's not like you changed anything. Yeah. So... I hope they f- like. I hope that's something that either gets fixed or I don't know. Hopefully, I don't notice it. Uh, but I for mean, this trailer, where it was focusing very heavily on how he looks, I think it was a little distracting. No, it was. I mean, all I'm gonna say is, if a kid decides to give Chucky a haircut, I'm not gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that covers everything for the Chucky teaser. Uh, the next trailer that we got is for Jackass Forever. Yes. Ah. Oh. I never thought, I was telling Kayla this, I never thought a Jackass trailer would have me tearing up in the first 10 seconds. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot to make you cry. It doesn't take what? a whole lot. What do you mean? <laughs> just like, like anything I've said today, you're just like, oh man, I'm tearing up, and like, <laughs> I'm a I'm, I'm a wuss. I'm a, I'll fully admit, it. <laughs> I'm a very emotional guy. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know, like the whole because like like the opening, it's playing uh, Johnny Cash's version. Um, what the hell is the song? Uh, we'll meet again. Um, and it's like showing like clips from like other past jackass movies. Um, and just, just gr- cause like, honestly, <laughs> I've been watching jackass since I was probably like seven or eight. Um, so like I freaking grew up with these guys. So seeing them freaking back together again for one last time, at least I hope this is the freaking last time they're pushing 50. So, I, I don't need a fifth one where they're literally going to kill themselves. Um, just like made me Although, like freaking it does like cry like happy they're heading that direction. It, <laughs> it really does. Um, but just the beginning and the whole the whole trailer, I was just like freaking like tearing up with happy tears because uh, it's it's just so good to see these guys again. Yeah, I don't have quite the emotional connection to Jackass that you do. But I am fairly excited. And I think there's just a lot of things that they're doing in this one that seem like they could be fun. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, let's, let's not try this at home, kids. Yeah, so they had... What, what did, which one did you say it was from the third? Jackass, the oh, big yeah, hand? so the hand, the hand one. So in the third one, um, Johnny and Oxville set up this thing. That it was like So it was like a hand slingshot, in a way. That he would be holding it and someone, and it was Wee Man that would be like, hey, can you come over here for a minute and help us out? And Johnny would release the hand and it would literally come around and just like knock them off their freaking feet. 
Yeah. So they they basically upgraded this and put it on like the side of a pool where they have two big ass hands and they're on they're two guys on stationary bikes and you have to pedal and the harder like the more you pedal, the further back the other guy's hand goes. And I think it gets past a certain point and then like we'll do an automatic release and knock the other person into the pool. That looks so much fun. It do- it does, but I I love how the one guy points out, he's just like, You did not tell me it was gonna hurt that bad or like knock the wind <laughs> out of me that much. <laughs> I feel like you could do something that would hurt less but still be like really fun. No, no, I definitely agree with that. I mean, because you would think that, you know, landing in a pool after getting hit would make it seem less worse, but apparently not when you're with the jackass crew. Yeah, apparently not. But that just just makes me want to build something like that. (laughs) Apparently, guys, Caleb's coming up with his own jackass. Uh, Dude, I might. Me and my brothers (laughs) love getting into, like, stupid shit, and that is just one of those things that is stupid enough for us to do dude honestly i feel you like you and your brothers would have loved watching this stuff growing up i know we totally would have but i think it's just the fact that they did some gross shit too like whoever flew a kite out of his ass (laughs) and i think that was i think that was the line with my mom Oh, I'm glad that was the line because there was worse than that. Yeah, I, I, I think that was the whole thing. It was just like the cussing for one, and just all the obscenities and crude humor was just a bit too much for my mom. Like the one where um, have you ever seen? I think it was in Jackass number two where they uh, milked a horse. Yes. Yeah. That that is still, I feel one of the worst, like one of the worst since they've done. And I always get so close to actually throwing up when Steve O does drink it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. But yeah, there is, there's not very many. Like I will say this, so I don't sound like a complete idiot. There are not very many jackass stunts that seem like they would be fun. But there are a few, and that is one of them. Like, if I could just jerry-rig something where it's, like, not going to, like, hurt. <laughs> like, I'm actually, I'm not going to At least not hurt that bad. Pave- yeah, it's like, I'm not going to land on the freaking pavement. At least I'm going to be landing in a pool. Yeah, like, more something where maybe you're connected to, like, a harness. Yeah, there we go. And then it just, like, yanks you back. <laughs> there we go. I like that. Yeah, I think that would be a little bit more fun, but it, yeah, I'd freaking have a a blast with that. <laughs> um, it's just unfortunate that I mean, um, I I mean, I saw that they're uh, actually bringing in a lot of like new people. I guess like maybe they're like trying to like do a new like uh, young age of Jackass. I don't know. Um, it seems like they're bringing in fans. Yeah, which you know what, I actually really appreciate that. I think that's a really cool idea. That is a super cool idea, but <laughs> the, the shit that they get those people to do. It just sucks that um like the whole like not all of them are in this movie because Bam Margera unfortunately um just going through some problems couldn't get uh everything situated and fixed up for this one. 
Um, and then Ryan Dunn unfortunately passed away in, I think, like 2011 or 12. Oh, so, that's sad. Yeah. Um, so it sucks that, like, not all of them are here for the fourth one, but nonetheless, I'm so excited to see these guys back together for a fourth one. Yeah, I'm, be the, I'm fairly last excited. One. It's called Forever. That means that it's got to be the last one, right? I don't know. I think this might do, be the last one with the original crew. Do I? What would you? So with you know, this would actually I feel be a really good way to bring more subscribers into Paramount Plus. What if after this one, we bring all of these uh, other new guys that are in this movie, like the fans, you know, all these people that have come, and do like a new Jackass show with them on Paramount Plus? Ooh. I wouldn't hate that. Yeah. I feel I feel this like the fourth movie's a great swan song to the original jackasses, but you know, if you give these the these new guys a new jackass show, you could be creating a new uh new league of fans, which, you know anyone that gets to experience jackass in their life, it's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that one bit. Yes, hell yeah. So we'll we'll see what they have in store for the, um, the, the what do I say? I want to say the longevity of Jackass or the legacy of Jackass? Yeah. All right. Um. Well, since we didn't get too much to work with with the the Chucky TV series, um, I don't think we'll we'll try and rate that. But Jackass Forever, one out of ten. What do you think? Oh, dude, straight ten. Straight ten. I'm at like I'm at a nine. Okay, no, that's fair. Is is there anything like they they could? I mean, I don't know. I doubt they'll do a second trailer. I mean, I don't know. Um, but is there like anything that they could add to the second trailer that might push you to a ten? I think what's the reason I'm not at a ten is because I am not super familiar with the emotional. Uh the emotional aspects behind this. I mean, there's, I don't think it's really no emotional aspect. It's just, I like, like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I am only getting emotional just because I've like watched these guys since I was a little kid. So like they, yeah, I think that, okay. Nostalgia. I don't have the nostalgia. That's the word. Thank you. Okay. So, okay. So that's completely understandable. Yeah. For me, like the first viewings of Jackass were like, Maybe a year or two ago. Okay. I mean, I'm just glad that you've watched them. Yeah, I don't. I haven't watched all of them. But can you think off the top of your head which ones you've watched? I think I've watched two, three, and three D. Or is three and three D the same? Uh, three and three D are the same. There is a three point five. Okay, then it might have been three point five. Okay, it's weird how they go. So yeah, it goes the first, the second, 2.5, 3, 3.5, and then the two Bad Grandpa movies. Yeah, so I think those are the, the ones I've I've seen. Okay. I would need to go back and see. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's the reason I'm at a 9. No other reason other than nostalgia's holding me back. That's fair. I do. I like honestly. Like I really do wish that you and your brothers would have been able to watch this as kids. Because, like I said, I think you guys would have loved it. I'm sure we would have too. 
<laughs> I, I'm positive that we would have gotten a kick out of it, but I yeah. also think we were stupid enough to attempt some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's probably for considering the best. you guys had a trampoline in the back. I don't know if they actually did anything with a trampoline. They might have. I don't know, but I'm sure you guys would have tried it. Let's face it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just. I just hope you wouldn't try to sue MTV. No, we wouldn't have. My mom. Yeah, you... my mom's a little on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, fair enough. All right. Well, I think that concludes all of our news items for this week. So let's say we move on to this week's headliner. Let's do it. All right. This week's headliner, we are going to be breaking down Space Jam, A New Legacy. Unfortunately, we did not ask a question of the week. We're still adjusting to the day that we record now. <laughs> so, okay, so if we did, what question would you have thought of? Because I really couldn't think of one. Mine was going to be to build a, a your cartoon basketball team. Oh, shit. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, so it's five players, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. All right. What, so just for shits and giggles, what would your team be? Um, you know what? Just cause I, I kind of want to go off kind of like the Looney Tunes kind of thing. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, go with some Hanna-Barbera characters. So I'm going to go Yogi Bear, Boo Boo, Shaggy. You know what? Let's throw in Scooby-Doo and Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I per I would have picked going off the, like the same like WB characters. Okay. Uh. Shit. What is? Forget his name, Miguel Gorilla. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Miguel Gorilla. Um, Muttley. Yes, that's a good <laughs> choice. Very good choice. Uh, I'll do Snagglepuss. I'll do I'll do Fred. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> from from Scooby Doo. And I need one more. Oh, Lurch. Lurch from? I forgot. Lurch uh, from the Adams Family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. His technically cartoon character. No, that is very true. <laughs> Dude, he'd be getting dunks all day. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a, that's a pretty solid team. I like it. Yeah. Damn. We we sh- we would have had like this would have been a great question. Yeah, that would. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, I say, for shits and giggles, we still post it. Like I'll get it made up. We'll post it tomorrow. Okay. 
And then we'll post another one on uh, Saturday for our next episode. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Also, Avatar. I've still only watched the first episode. At least you've watched one that that's true but still like you and freaking vic are like already like five six episodes in yeah i'm i'm five in i don't know how far in he is i thought he was at the same is that did he he say that i wasn't sure he was either i can't remember he was either he said i don't know actually i actually don't even no he didn't actually say he just said how am i uh, farther along than you already yeah Yeah, he didn't specifically (laughs) say which episode he was on yeah, but yeah, I'm five episodes in because we all just with all this harassing towards you, we're just like, ah, oh, freaking F it. Like, might as well watch it. <laughs> but just so just so we can like, you know, uh, give Rose shit, more, give Rose more shit because we'll probably finish it before him. Yeah, <laughs> you just need to get past the, the early hump. Okay. Because it's it's like I said, it is it comes early, but once you get over that hump, it's smooth sailing, and it's just like amazing work from that then on. Can you imagine what a twist would it would be if I actually hated the whole show, dude? We're gonna have issues if you do. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna. So th- this is what would happen. It would just become the all bro show. And then no, over no, time, no, he, no, no, he'll be he would no. Th- this is what <laughs> this is what would happen. It become the All Bro Show, and then Vic would move his way in, and then it turns back into the All Bros. <laughs> no, no, that is not what would happen. I told you what would happen. I would have to separate our audio. I would have to upload like it would become the. It would still be the All Bros, but there would be. An hour where it's just my half of the dialogue, and then an hour of your half of the dialogue, so we are no longer connected. <laughs> Damn. So you'd have to get two. So if you wanted to hear the conversation <laughs> both ends, you'd have to get two different phones on two different headsets and hit play at the exact same time to hear the back and forth between us. <laughs> Imagine we have a competition who, which voice gets more downloads. <laughs> hilarious <laughs> oh shit oh uh anyway so freaking get on it you still owe me nine episodes <laughs> nine yeah i told you, you I was had to watch like seven the fir- no i told you you had to watch the first 10 episodes oh, so if you only finished the first shit. one you still owe me nine okay fine <laughs> yes sir which by that point you should be over the hump <laughs> fair enough all right, getting into the breakdown. Uh, if you are new to our breakdown system, the way that we we break down movies is we've split them into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. Um, and then the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. All of that magic gets added up, gives us an average, and that average gives us our letter grade. 
so if you have not seen Space Jam A New Legacy, it is on HBO Max for a little while longer. It's on there till I think August 15th. Okay. So yeah, it's on there for a little while longer. So you have plenty of opportunity to go watch it if you're subscribed to HBO Max. Um go check it like out. You can watch it in theaters with me. Yeah, or you can go see it in theaters. Yeah. So Either way, there's no wrong it. way to watch this. <laughs> yes, no, there's no wrong way. <laughs> um all right. Yeah, but Rose is about to spoil the entire freaking movie for for us. Uh, by reading the synopsis so we can rate the story. So without further ado, it is reading with Rose time. With two E's. Yes, sir. Yes. Let's hope I can actually get this 100% read right. I think I can do this. <sighs> okay. Here we go. Basketball champion LeBron James wishes for both of his sons, Darius and Dom, to follow in his footsteps. But Dom, a child prodigy in computer software, instead dreams of becoming a video game developer. LeBron's wife, Kami... Damn it, I already screwed it up. I feel names shouldn't count, but whatever. LeBron's wife, Kamiya... (laughs) Advises him to respect Dom's wish while while LeBron... (laughs) Jeez Louise... Nailing it, dude. Absolutely <laughs> nailing it. While LeBron starts showing an interest in Dom's arcade basketball game, Dom discovers a glitch after performing a specific move which causes his character to be deleted to his chagrin. I don't even know that was a word. Uh, I think it's chagrin. Chagrin? Wow. Damn, I'm not. I just barely finished a paragraph, and how many <laughs> mistakes did I make? A decent amount. I don't think wow. you're quite at your record yet. <laughs> okay, well, let's see if I can beat it. Let's go. Later, LeBron is invited with his family to Warner Brothers Studios Burbank to discuss a movie deal, but LeBron dismisses the idea while Dom shows an interest in the studio software, particularly its state of the art artificial intelligence, uh, AI or AIG rhythm. Dom expresses an interest in a future with Warner Brothers, leading to a blow-up argument with his father when LeBron refuses to let him give up basketball. AIG, who has secretly become self-aware and desires more recognition from the world, lures the two to the basement server room and traps them in virtual reality. Taking Dom as his prisoner, he orders LeBron to assemble a basketball team made entirely from fictional characters owned by Warner Brothers to compete against his own team in a day's time, telling him that he will only be released if he wins and sends him through the virtual space where he lands in Toon World. Meanwhile, AIG talks to Dom and begins to turn him against his father by playing on his resentments and helping him develop and upgrade himself and his game, which he secretly intends to use against LeBron. LeBron finds Toon World deserted, save only for Bugs Bunny, who explains that AIG persuaded the rest of the Looney Tunes to leave their world and explore other realities. Using a spaceship belonging to Marvin Martian, LeBron and Bugs travel to different worlds based on Warner Brothers properties such as DC Comics, Mad Max, The Matrix, Harry Potter, Casablanca, and Game of Thrones to locate and recruit the rest of the Looney Tunes, such as Daffy Duck, Lola Bunny, and Porky Pig into the Toon Squad. Over Bugs' objections, LeBron insists on coaching his new players on the fundamentals of basketball. 
The Toon Squad meet with AIG's team, the Goon Squad, comprised of upgraded avatars of several active professional basketball players with superpowers and led by Dom. To further the stakes, AIG livestreams the game and abducts countless viewers, including LeBron's family, into the virtual reality while summoning all the Warner Brothers characters to watch the game. AIG says that if the Toon Squad loses, the viewers will remain there for eternity and the Looney Tunes will be deleted permanently. The Goon Squad easily dominate the first half of the game, using their powers to score extra points. During the break, Sylvester attempts to recruit former Toon Squad member Michael Jordan, but accidentally locates Michael B. Jordan instead. LeBron realizes his mistake and allows Bugs to devise the strategy for the second half using their cartoon physics to catch up with the Goon Squad. During a respite, however, LeBron confronts Dom and tells him he no longer wants to stand in the way of his dream, earning his forgiveness and trust as Dom abandons the Goon Squad. AIG assumes control of the Goon Squad and uses his own abilities to make them seemingly unbeatable. Dom suddenly discovers the only way to win the game is to use the move he previously showed LeBron, even though whoever does so will be deleted. During the final seconds of the game, Bug sacrifices himself by performing the move and enables Dom to help LeBron score the final point, winning the game and literally posterizing AIG, deleting him and the Goon Squad. The James family and the abductive citizens are returned to the real world, while in Toon World, Bugs bids farewell to his friends before he disappears. In the real world, LeBron comes to see his family in a different light and supports Dom's decision to become a video game designer. After dropping him off at E3 Game Design Camp, he is approached by Bugs, who actually survived due to the fact that as a fictional character, he can't really die. He asks LeBron to put him up for a little while uh, while until he can find a way back to Toon World. LeBron agrees, but Bugs goes on to ask if he can invite the rest of the Looney Tunes over as well. Nice. This freaking movie actually got me thinking that they did kill Bugs Bunny. <laughs> the, the hell? I I did not think that they were just going to rewrite and be like, I can't really die. Like, duh. Like, I thought they were going to bring him back a little bit more smart than that, but... Fair. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that they were going to do something like... um. Is is it AIG? I thought it was algae. I th- oh yeah, it's algae. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, no, I thought that they were gonna like because I thought algae like re like remade um, Dom's character. So I thought that that's just what he was gonna do. Like, I thought he was going to be like, oh, I learned how to freaking recreate characters, so he was just going to rebuild bugs. Yeah, fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah, so I didn't think that they were just going to write in some bullshit way of <laughs> bringing him back, where it's just like, oh, I'm suddenly back. Like, I'm a cartoon, can't die. <laughs> just like, because that makes, you, makes it feel like it has absolutely zero stakes. Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't. But I mean, like, honestly, imagine if they actually did straight up kill off Bugs Bunny and, like, any future Looney Tunes, anything was just with Bugs Bunny. Dude, talk about ballsy. Yeah, that would be, on. that might actually be the biggest ballsy thing Warner Brothers has ever done. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah. Unfortunately, I think my favorite joke in this entire movie was the Michael Jordan joke. You know, I did not expect to actually like burst out laughing, but I did. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty funny. That was hilarious. Um so yeah, for those of you that don't know or haven't seen the original Space Jam, the original Space Jam was shot with Michael Jordan. And so they had this whole bit where Sylvester comes into the locker room and he's just like, guys, I find, found Michael Jordan. And so everyone's like freaking out and they're like, his airness? <laughs> and then like in comes freaking Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Easily the best joke. And so, I think that's a little sad. <laughs> it is. Um, my question, though, is so with that joke and like, I want to say that they actually said like, oh, well, you know, like it's been like 25 years or something about like that. Would you expect us to like actually remember what he looked like? So is it like is that straight up saying that in this world, the original did happen? They do remember that. Apparently, that's what that's because... what I gathered. Yeah, that's what I did too. Because actually, if you saw in during the game, it actually had the uh, little monsters or aliens, mm-hmm. whatever, from from the original. So okay, yeah, the the first one is canon in this universe, which you know what I do appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I there was a so we ended up giving the story a seventy one point five, which is. In the fairly average range. Like, it's a lower average, I feel. It, it is. Um, I don't know. I For for me, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to, like, hate a story for... I mean, like, as you can see, like, the story's not great from the score. But it's hard to, like, really super bash on a Space Jam story because it's always just like really simple. A basketball star gets sucked into the Looney Tunes world and now he has to play basketball to get himself out. Yeah. That's, that That's really how it always works. And, you know, as it worked well in the first one and for the most part it worked well in this one. Yeah, it was just fairly average overall. I think my issues with the story was... Was that felt very clunky? That's fair. Like it, it was just odd because it starts off with, like you know exactly where it's going. The first, like the beginning, like he. So in the beginning, like they show this this flashback sequence where LeBron James is a little kid, and I was telling Brielle, I'm like that. Like, anytime they do a flashback, that date is getting later and later and later. (laughs) Like, eventually they're going to do, like, a flashback where it's, like, 2003. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Yeah, dude, what did he cut me deep, man? I know, but this one was, what, 1995? I think so. Or 1998, I think. How old is LeBron James? I have no idea. But <laughs> it was just like really late, and I was just like, "Oh, geez!" Like, oh, I think it was ninety-eight because I was just like, "Geez, I was like three. <laughs> um, yeah. But what I was, the point I was getting at. So it starts off with like a young LeBron James playing a 
a video game like a few minutes before a basketball game and they lose and then the the his coach gives him hell and is just like your mind wasn't in it man and i'm like okay first off he's a kid and he's like you gotta put in the work and so like he just inherits that and so he tells his kids that when he thinks that they're goofing off and he's just like like they were doing practice drills and the his youngest dom was just like messing around and, and did something and he's like hey what the hell was that and he's just like you gotta do the work man like <laughs> This is when like, you're in these these four corners that it's just all basketball, and nothing else. Yeah, it's just like okay, you know exactly where this is going. Yeah. He's gonna loosen up and accept that you can have fun, which I don't even think that he fully did. No, he he he. <laughs> uh, so so he's thirty six. He's thirty six. Yeah. Okay. I actually thought he was older. <laughs> Should I feel bad for that? I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> Thought it was but, like in his forties. But anyway, he. Yeah, it was just like I don't know, just. It was shit like that. So it was just like it was very clunky because they were just like, oh, he's playing this game, and then. Al Al G, creates this program that includes LeBron James and just. It yeah, just, can it, we talk did, about that for fe- a second? Yeah. Because that was just freaking weird. Like, oh, you wouldn't even have to do anything. We'll just throw you into digitally, just throw you in. I'm like, okay, so you say he won't have to do anything, but it's not like you can use all of his same audio for every single movie. He'd still have to record new audio. Yeah. And what was his... Like, so... It's freaking weird. It was so freaking weird... Because algae is the their AI system creates this algorithm of like this ultimate program or money making thing for Warner Brothers, and it all relies on freaking LeBron James joining in on it. Like, why LeBron James? Out of everyone in the world, I mean, because he's king. He's King James. I think that is so stupid, but I mean, I don't understand sports that all that well. Yeah, I don't either. But it was just like, why did it solely rely on him? Like, I feel like, and so it was just like, okay, he doesn't want to do it. Like, anytime like a company comes up with something, they have backup plans. It's you know, it's true. So it's just I mean, like if LeBron didn't want to do it, I mean they could have just gone to Shaquille O'Neal. I mean he did freaking what was it? Uh, what was that like? Kazam. He did yeah, Kazam. Yeah, and that's the word. Yeah, it's Steel. He's already done like very (laughs) shitty movies. I I think he would be up for this Warner Brothers deal. Yeah. (laughs) So I I like. That was another thing. I didn't fully understand the freaking out, al- like what the algorithm was. What was he just gonna remake those movies, but throw in LeBron? Yeah, I I didn't get that either. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't want freaking like, let's say the Dark Knight remade with LeBron James. No, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> the Dark Knight is a masterpiece. 
I don't want a basketball player in that. Nothing against you know basketball players, and nothing against LeBron James, but I'm I'm sorry he would not he would not work in the Dark Knight universe. Nope. It was just like an it was an odd premise, and then he hurts or LeBron James hurts the algae's feelings, and so he sucks him into the server verse, the WB server verse, and then wants to have like a big ass basketball game and it's weird that he wanted to have the basketball game before his son like before he went and talked to the son about like the game being developed didn't he he he'd literally been stalking all of their phones though like everything that they were just because i mean at the beginning it is showcased that he's been doing a bunch of research on lebron james he says, like, oh, this is the guy I need to partner with. He is the king. Um, so whatever needs to be done, I need to be able to work with him. Right. So, but he talks to um, – or but he overhears his, his son, Dom, making – or talking all computer. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, oh, this kid's smart. And so he sucks him in and then challenges LeBron to a basketball game. And then he talks to Dom about his game, realizing that it's a basketball game. Like, how did he know that his game was basketball-based? Lucky guess. Yeah, so it's just kind of one of those (laughs) things that if you think about a little too hard, (laughs) doesn't quite make sense. And, yeah, there's just a lot about this movie that it just falls apart. Like, I mean, gathering the team. Like, when, so with him and Bugs Bunny, like, that interaction was great. Yeah, I actually loved it when LeBron James was in Toon World. Like, for some reason, his, uh, like, his voice acting was actually better than his, like, actual, like, in person acting. Dude, seriously. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, so much better. And, <laughs> and, uh, what was I going to say? I'm talking about, like, ass- assembling the team. Yeah, and so, like, after that interaction, it just felt like they went on so long with the interaction between Bugs and LeBron. And so when it actually went to gathering the team, it was it felt so quick-paced and just That's true. out of place. So, like, they went to to the DC world... Where Daffy Duck is pretending to be Batman with Porky Pig. Huh? Remember, it was Superman. Oh, that's right. Superman. That's right. Bugs Bunny was Batman. Or LeBron was Robin. Yeah. And so Daffy Duck's pretending to be Superman with Porky Pig and all this other (laughs) shit. And it just... It was so quick. It's like we didn't even get like a real like not that you need an introduction to Daffy Duck, but you kind of needed an introduction to Daffy Duck. I mean, yeah, for I mean, I hope most people have at least seen one Looney Tunes cartoon. Um, but yeah, for those that haven't seen like anything and they go to a Space Jam movie, they're just like, Who the hell are these characters? Yeah. So it's and it's like that with like all the characters, like you didn't give them 
I didn't. I don't think you gave him their justice. No. Um. Like honestly, it sucks that like the Looney Tunes actually do get pushed to the side a lot in this movie. Yeah, they they do a lot. Like, and I think you could have had a lot more fun with with shit. Like, Foghorn Leghorn was in the Game of Thrones world. That was so great. <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious. But you don't explore that very often. And then you have this really weird sequence with Granny and Speedy Gonzalez in the in the Matrix universe, which was actually pretty cool. That that what honestly minus the whole uh, Daffy and Porky in the DC universe, mine was favorite was probably Wiley e. Coyote being in Mad Max <laughs> along with Roadrunner. <laughs> That that was fantastic. I loved all of that. That was great. Um, my personal favorite was the Tasmanian Devil with Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh yes, that was a great little cameo. And he's Dude, like, "Hey, we're it? done with your Taz baby, uh, baby spinning top thing." <laughs> <laughs> I forget, like uh, I freaking love Rick and Morty, so I'm really glad that we got to see a little cameo of them. That was freaking awesome. Um, what didn't but, they find Sam in uh, um, what was it? Was it Casablanca? Wasn't that where they found him? Sam? Not Sam. Um, oh my gosh, what's the red mustache? Oh, yeah, Yosemite Sam. Yo, yeah, Yosemite Sam, that's what it is. Um, didn't they find him in Casablanca? Yep. Okay. Yeah, the whole, like, freaking LeBron's just like, he's only, uh, like, three feet tall. Yeah, but Bugs is like, yeah, but if he had the hat, he uh, winds up at four feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then... Oh, and then Lola Bunny was on Themyscira. That that was cool. I actually, I really liked that a lot. It was cool, but it, it was one of those. It was another sequence that felt like it went on too long in the wrong places. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I appreciated. I I thought it was a really funny addition that Bugs and LeBron are like basically doing the obstacle course with her. Yeah, that, that was a funny addition. Also, this is a complete and utter side note. The animation. For Wonder Woman, I really dug. Yeah, has that been like on any like cartoon or two? Nope. Okay, they they gotta make that like her regular uh, animated version because yeah, that looked freaking great. Yeah, like they had the actual like um the animated adventures of Superman, Superman, or like the Justice League Superman. In the DC, but they had like a completely new animated Wonder Woman, and it looked incredible. Yeah, I dug the hell out of that. Yeah, I want to know who voiced Wonder Woman because I, th Brielle thought it was Gal Gadot, but I don't think it was. I mean, I would have loved if it was her. Love that. Let's see. Anyway, while I'm pulling that up, um, any other, like, I think we've exp explained this uh, a decent amount 
the story was just average. Yeah. There wasn't too much to it. It was a bas- it, it turned into a basketball game that we knew somehow LeBron was going to win. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't have too much to to no, say about I mean, it. It it was a simple story, um, and I feel that's really what you want in a Space Jam movie. So, yeah. Oh, Rosario Dawson voiced Wonder Woman. No shit. Yeah. Well, she's done the voice for Wonder Woman. Oh really? Yeah. Like a lot. Oh shit! That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Anyway. So, like we said, story sitting at a 71.5. Moving on over to writing. Writing is actually lower than story. It is sitting at a 67.5. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, who, who do you feel had, like the, like, the weakest writing and the strongest writing? Honestly, all of the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Other than Bugs. I I I actually really liked all the bugs uh writing. Yeah, like I liked bugs. Um and Daffy, he had a lot of uh decent lines, but I think he, his writing also kind of fell down just because they were pushed to the side. Yeah, it's oh, it sucks so much. And LeBron's, I don't know, I couldn't tell if it was the the writing that was cheesy or his acting. So I kind of chucked it, like I kind of put it somewhere in the middle. (laughs) That's fair. I feel it's more of an acting thing, but I can definitely understand putting it right in the smack in the middle. That makes sense. Yeah. And then unfortunately, like I did not like Don Cheadle's character. Like I, I love, okay. No, I liked Don Cheadle in this movie. I did not like his character because his character felt like he had a ton of unnecessary lines. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Like, it was just very heavy on on exposition and just unnecessary details. Yeah. No, you got a good point there. Like, when... uh. I don't know. Like when Dom was upgrading himself and he, and Algie was just kind of egging him on. I feel like he should have been he he seemed like he was excited enough. Yeah. Like it seemed like he was excited to be in this world to be doing everything that Algie wanted him to do with like the basketball game and everything. And so it felt so out of place that he was just like hesitant on doing things. He should have just been all in. No, that that no, that's very true. And so it's just like with this it was just writing issue after writing issue after writing issue. <laughs> Almost to the point of it being distracting, but fair enough. How did you um how'd you feel about Dom's writing? Uh, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. Yeah. Uh, 
I I I kind of wish that the writing f- between like uh him and LeBron James's ca- uh I almost say character. He's actually he is LeBron James in this movie. Um I wish when it came to like their conflict between father and son like it was, I don't know the lines were written a little stronger cuz like just hearing the kid be like you just don't let me do me. It doesn't really come across as like Super like, oh my gosh, you're being a shitty dad. Why can't you just accept who I am? I don't think it helped, and we'll get into this. I don't think it helped very much that he was out acting LeBron. <laughs> true. That is so true. <laughs> I never thought I would say that. It was it was rough. Yeah. But like I said, we, we will be getting into that. <laughs> yes, we will. But uh, the writing, it was, it had some really big flaws, I feel. Lots of unnecessary lines, lots and lots of exposition. Yeah. And just corny, just corny writing that I feel was so out of place. My question, and I, mean, I I think I can work this in with writing, is you know how Don Cheadle's character says, um, send him down to the rejects, and the sign says, uh, says Tomb World, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he lands in Looney Tunes World. Is that the only, like, because he really doesn't mention any other uh, rejects in Tomb World besides the Looney Tunes, so like, are the like Hanna Barbera characters down there too, or like how how does the rejects area work for tunes? I'm very interested. <laughs> I have no idea because that is a a really good point. Maybe there's like a different Hanna Barbera area. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that Hanna Barbera deserves to be down there, and the Looney Tunes especially don't deserve to be down there. <laughs> So yeah, how how the hell did the Looney Tunes become the WB rejects? Yeah, like on it's like, like excuse okay, yeah. you, Warner Brothers, <laughs> you selfish pricks. Those are the only things keeping you in business, dude. For real though, like yeah, have they have have they had their misses? Yes, I'm looking at you, Looney Tunes, back in action, but they have had many hits. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, how great would it have been to see? Uh, Oh shit! What's his name? Oh my gosh, his name is escaping me. Who? The back in action dude, Brendan. Oh, Brendan, oh, Brendan Fraser. Brent, yeah, that's it, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> how the hell did, was I spacing on that name? Uh-huh. Um, how cool would it have been to see Brendan Fraser do a cameo? <laughs> that would be super dope. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That would like, be awesome. That would have been G, and he totally would have. Like, I feel he, like he would have. I mean, I, I, I mean, he's been out of the acting scene for quite a long time. I feel so bad for Brent Fraser. He's gone he, through so much shit. He hasn't. Well, no, he's he plays um, Robot Man in. Well, so the, well, I mean, okay, so I mean, like, but before Doom Patrol like came out. Like I like I remember like literally he could I think he stepped away from acting for years, for like I don't think he he stepped away I think he was just kind of not getting any work that yeah, he was kind of forced away. 
Well, wasn't he there like a whole Me Too thing with him? I think I think so. And that's why he like I think he was trying to blow the whistle on someone and just kind of got blacklisted for the longest time until he came out with his story. And yeah, then he started I, getting some work again. I I can't remember, but I mean, I'm I'm glad to see him back acting in Doom Patrol, and hopefully that you know gets some more gigs. I feel like it already has. Like, let's let's see. He's been in some smaller stuff, but he's still been working. Okay, no, okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, done a couple TV series, a couple movies, and then Doom Patrol. Hell yeah. Anyway. Awesome. Um, but yeah, getting back to writing is just, it was weak. Yeah. It was, it was it really, really, was. really rough. Um... So sitting at a 67.5. Moving on over to acting. I kind of put the Looney Tunes in their own category. Like grouped them together. I did LeBron in his. Um, I did Al G. Mm-hmm. I was hesitant about throwing Dom in on his own. What did you think? Did you think he deserves his own category or his own uh, section? I didn't think so. I mean, the kid actually did do a decent job. Um, but I don't know. I most focused my grade on LeBron James, Don Cheadle, and uh, like you said, an own, own category for Looney Tunes. Yeah, I threw Dom in with the extras. Okay, that's fair. Um, honestly, the only thing, so the acting is sitting at a 64, which is our lowest, uh, grade. Damn. Yeah. But that being said, I think Looney Tunes is the, the Looney Tunes are the only reason that it's that high. It's very true. Um, (laughs) because... And Don Cheadle, I'll give you Don Cheadle. Yeah, yeah, Don Cheadle was actually, um, if we if he got better writing, he could have actually been a super good villain in this movie. He's 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 all right with what he's given, and like I have a hard time like hating on Don Cheadle because he's such a great actor in anything he's in. Um, but yeah, LeBron James, oh my god, <laughs> he definitely needed to take some more acting classes. <laughs> It was rough. His what saved him was his voice acting. Yeah, which when he was I mean, animated. The, kudos to them for that. I I did appreciate that because I actually um I liked that um it was different than it was in the original Space Jam where when Michael Jordan came to Toon World, he was still human. I like that in this version once you enter Toon World, you actually do become a cartoon. I loved that. I think I think that makes way more sense. I absolutely agree. Um, I think the only thing with that is that they were just limited with the technology at the time. That that's true. Um, so it's 
can't really blame them for that, but with the advances in technology that we've had, it definitely it makes more sense for him to be animated. It does raise a question, though, if LeBron James because becomes animated once he enters Looney Tune world, um, shouldn't uh, when the Looney Tunes come to the real world, shouldn't they like actually be real? But I don't know if I really want to imagine real life Bugs Bunny <laughs> or real life Daffy Duck. Was so at the end of the movie was was Bugs animated still or was he? he CG. Uh, no, he was still hand drawn. That feels odd. He should. I think he should have been CG. That's true. Actually, yeah, that would have. And I'm. I mean, we'll get with that into effects. But yeah, I think if they would have made him like his CGI counterpart, that actually would. That would have worked for me instead of trying to make them look live action. If the when they come to the real world, they're uh they look CGI. That would have absolutely worked. I feel. Yeah. <clears throat> So, I think, I don't know. So, (laughs) we talked about this, we hit on this a little earlier. Do you seriously think that LeBron James was worse than Michael Jordan? It might be a tie. I don't... You think it's a tie? I I don't I I really need to watch the original Space Jam again because I think what like really I mean LeBron James is good in this movie I think what like really like solidifies is how like how like I was just kind of like with his acting was the ending when they br- they come back to uh like the actual real world and they're reunited as father and son in the real world just like all the way he says his lines just feels like so like campy and like cheesy to me and then at the beginning when he's talking to his son in the basketball court, he's just like, "Oh, come on, son! When you're in these four these four courts, you know you you gotta you know just think basketball. Yada yada, you gotta be serious. Yada yada yada." And then when the wife calls for uh, dinner, he's just like, "Oh, spaghetti, my favorite." Just... <laughs> <laughs> I love the voice that you did. <laughs> th- th- thank you, thank you. Um... <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with you on that. It's, it's it's weird that like when he's in like uh the uh, server verse, his acting is a lot better. But when he's in the actual real world, it kind of just goes to garbage again. <laughs> yeah, you are not wrong. the The thing with um with Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, I think. LeBron James had a little bit more to work with visualizing his characters instead of Michael Jordan being on a completely green screen. It felt like LeBron was making eye contact with people. And LeBron's just kind of like, you see him just like looking off to the side. (laughs) And the the one thing, like, I, I think I pointed this out when we watched it. Like, it's just, they zoom in so close on his face all the time. Like, it's almost like, see, we really got him. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, that's a very good point. It's a very good point. Yeah, with this, it felt a little bit better, but yeah, the I think the, the emo- I think they try hitting the emotional marks too much because yes. I think that's where actors struggle. Like, there's 
professional actors that struggle with hitting the emotional marks. It's like, isn't this LeBron James's first movie, and you're gonna hit him with that, those kind of lines? Yeah, and so he has to be like all emotional with not his family, and so it felt. It felt. So I guess odd. I can't be too mad at the guy. Yeah, but we're we're grading this based on acting. That's true. Wow. We can't be nice to him just because he's an athlete. <laughs> That's true. It's like, were they ever nice to us? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know jack shit about sports, so I don't know. Yeah, so we sixty four is being generous. I feel it honestly is. <laughs> it would be way lower. I th- I think it'd be in the low fifties, maybe even high forties, if it was just LeBron. Oh yeah, definitely. But Don, the Don fact Shield that you're throwing in Don and the Looney Tunes, because I can't like like we said, we counted their voice acting, which they did really well, yeah. and the extras. Not all of them were awful, but I think it's it just the kid that played Don was actually decent. He wasn't bad. He was, but I think what brought his performance down was LeBron. <laughs> Because it felt like, like on, Dad, they were, it felt like they were having two different conversations. It did. No kidding. Like one was real, one was acting. <laughs> 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 and so unfortunately for that kid, it does bring his performance down because his like because compared to LeBron, like I think if he would have matched LeBron's level, it would have been a little bit better. But I think the fact that he was just over, or he was out-acting LeBron, it made his performance stand out in a bad way. No, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, unfortunately, that's how, how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, acting sitting at 64. Uh, moving on over to character development. We are one point higher we're sitting at a 65 kind of like what caleb pointed out is that towards the beginning you know you know you see um lebron and his son not getting along his uh lebron doesn't understand his son's love of video games doesn't want him to pursue it just wants him to focus on basketball like he did as a little kid yada 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 um get sucked into the serververse well actually they have a fight they get sucked into their reverse and now they're both put on like different basketball teams but then of course at the end they make up and they both join the or uh dom comes to the toon squad and everything's okay and they beat uh algae together um but it's just the conversation the heart to heart that they have towards the end before he switches to the toon squad it doesn't really feel like an earned father and son moment yeah, because they were separated the entire freaking movie. Yeah, um, and just like I, I don't know if I I should blame the reason why the character development isn't great for LeBron James on his acting, or the way that his character is written because he does come across as a jackass of a dad, or okay, maybe not a jackass of a dad, but just a dad that just doesn't uh, understand that you need to be able to understand what your kids want and let them pursue their dreams and actually 
be uh, in support of what they want to do, um, which I feel is like a classic Hollywood trope, but nothing wrong with that. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Do you feel it's the acting or the way that the character is written that to where by the end it is not a super great character arc? It's a it's a combination of the two. I think what what ruins it is the fact that they're separated the entire freaking movie, and then they suddenly have a coming to Jesus <laughs> like, in yeah. the middle of the game. I love how you say that. Like, no, you're not you're not wrong. Like this is personally what I would have done is written it where they where algae. <sighs> Maybe okay. I still would have had Algie pull both of them into the server verse. I would have had both of them pulled in just so he could rip um, LeBron a new ass and been like, "Listen, you're stuck." And then LeBron come up with the idea, "Hey, like, I challenge, like, I'll challenge you to anything you want." Um. Or, like, I'll challenge you to a basketball game if you let me out. And then he's just... Then Algie agrees to that, lets him go and builds his team, but lets his son come with him. And then they go on that experience with the Looney Tunes together. And then, like, his whole thing was... Like, the whole arc that they were making him have is that... You can have fun sometimes. Like it's okay. It's like yeah, giving him this whole. It's okay to have fun instead of the you got to do the work thing that he was just had a freaking hard on for. <laughs> and I think had his son been a part of his adventure with the Looney Tunes, I think that would have helped him realize okay, it's okay to have fun sometimes. And you still could have had, like, the whole struggle and then have it, like, bring in, like, this whole thing where Algie's just like, all right, we're going to be playing basketball. And then it's like, boom, it's actually Dom's game that he he created. And then Dom has to explain to LeBron how to play and win, and he has to have fun and, like, do all these these things that he doesn't really do, like, style points. And, like, you still could have done all that. If they would have been on the same or on the same team from the beginning, and I think that those moments would have been a little bit more earned. I think I like this story better. Yeah, it's not that hard <laughs> yeah. to write a good story, but yeah. if you can't have two people have an arc to together, like have an arc where they come together when they're separate, the entire freaking movie. It's it's true. It's very true. I mean, it 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 could work sometimes if they like if you did like a Freaky Friday situation where they're separate and it's like oh living inside each other's shoes and like that's still ultimately bringing them together. With yeah. this, it's you're constantly opposing. And honestly, I thought that Dom was feeling resentment towards LeBron more. During the game, like I didn't yeah, think that no, he was, like he was just like, oh, my dad's learning to have fun. Like I get to go, like I can go join them. Like I did not get that vibe. Like I thought, like oh, anytime that he looked over at LeBron, like 
goofing off with the Looney Tunes, I was like, oh, he's pissed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can definitely agree with that. So, yeah, I think they just wrote it really, really poorly. Yeah. Like you said, they tried to give give them an arc that was not, or like a father-son arc that was just not deserved in any way. No. Um, anything else you want to say about character development? Uh, no, I got nothing. All right, moving on to effects, which was actually pretty good in this movie. Uh, Shockingly. Yeah, sitting at an uh, 85.5. Hell yeah. Um, I was actually, honestly, my favorite part of this, I mean, the, the Looney Tunes and like regular animation looked great. Um, but the part right before the game starts and like, uh, algae is like, you know what, let's give the Looney Tunes an upgrade and the way that they transition them into like 3d, um, animation or CGI, whatever, whatever you want to say, it was actually very cool. Like all of them translated very well. Absolutely. I was very shocked. (laughs) Yeah. Um, honestly, I think the one that maybe had. A tougher time transitioning was Yosemite Sam. Yeah, that's fair. But I feel like once they did transition into CGI, we barely saw Yosemite Sam. Yeah, he was like freaking. Maybe uh, Warner Brothers realized what we're thinking too, and they're just like, "Yeah, let's let's push him to the back." Yeah, like you didn't get to see any of the Looney Tunes that much. Like they got no. pushed to the side hard when the basketball game came. But that not like being for what the we're talking about. Part. Daffy That's Duck freaking nailed it with his uh ooh <laughs> look expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um freaking amazing joke. Yeah. Um but yeah everyone looked really good. How did you, um, I feel this is like the only animation I didn't like, and I think it's just because there was like a little too much going on in the background for me, was the audience for the, for the game. Yeah, the audience looked rough. Um, and you know, you know what, kudos to them for wanting to bring in like every Warner Brothers character they could think of, because like literally they had Pennywise, they had Batman, uh, villains from like Batman Returns. They uh the Matrix they had uh I think I saw Neo I saw um Mr uh was it Mr Smith whatever yeah they um, had um uh, Adam West Batman and Robin yeah what sucks though is that of course these characters aren't played by any of the original people so they didn't even either, look it looked like a freaking Comic Con convention it did so that <laughs> takes me out of it um. And like, <laughs> maybe this is just me. Um, so like, that took me out of it. And like, honestly, I would have preferred if they were just all like animated characters, <laughs> because um, so you know how like they have the uh, like Scooby Doo van in the background for a couple of scenes. And yeah, like, for like a the, second. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, I feel it was like a couple of scenes, like, but for, yeah, for a second, and it, and it's their designs from Scoob. But honestly, if you look at the background, like you, you, it's the exact same shot every single time. It's like Daphne and Velma, I think, cheering. <laughs> and there's one time I caught Daphne like clapping and cheering, and I'm just like, 
there's nothing going on, Daphne. Why are you clapping? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, some of that, sh- like, they did not work very hard on that. Dude, there was a lot. I was paying, like, I rewound to pay attention to some of the characters in the back. Some of them were completely stationary. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Dude, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure the, the Flintstones again. were. A lot of the H- Hanna-Barbera characters in the back were, like, completely stationary. Shit, I, I gotta see what uh, Yogi and Boo were up to. How How they were... Um, portrayed in the audience. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to watch it again on HBO Max. <laughs> Just yeah. that part. That's all I care about. Everyone else, though, like I think they had the big ones, like Godzilla, and Godzilla looked, or not Godzilla, King Kong. King Kong looked weird. He did, although that joke was funny. The what? What does Algy say? Like, uh. Well, like, I got more muscle than King Kong or some shit like that. And, like, King Kong gives, like, a shocked look. And then, like, he does, like, some shit. It was pretty funny. Um, But, no, I'll definitely agree. King Kong did look a little weird. Yeah, it was just... Eh. Seriously, where was Godzilla there? Godzilla's owned by Warner Brothers, too. Yeah, I don't know where Godzilla was. That, that was weird. It's like, okay, if you're going to put King Kong in here, why wouldn't you have Godzilla, too? Yeah. But I think pointing that out, the basketball game was the thing that pulled me out of it. Like, you, you could definitely tell that most of the budget went to the Looney Tunes. Which I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. But don't show us all of the other animated characters. Like just give us like all an all human audience. Yeah, you don't need to give us the had... other Warner Brothers characters. That would have made more sense. Yeah, and it wouldn't have felt like such a Comic Con. Yeah, no, like considering how Algy wanted, you know, as many people in the server verse as he could, it would have made more sense that he brings more people in that way. Yeah. That like that whole thing was strictly for it was like a fan service or what oh, yes. they thought was a fan service because they, they literally want people to go back and watch the scene as many times and see how many Warner brothers characters they can point out. That's yeah. all they want them to do. So I think 85.5, I think everything looked good. There was definitely like some issues. Um, I, I gave the most points to um, when LeBron was animated that I actually gave the most points when uh, the Looney Tunes turned into CGI. For some reason, I loved how they looked. And the the way that they transitioned to them, like, turning into it, I thought was very, like, it was simple, but it worked so well. Um, yeah. So, actually, that that was why I got the big, I mean, I it's definitely almost like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I just love, like, Don Cheadle's just like, oh, you know what? You guys are, like, so freaking old. You guys need an upgrade. And... That that that's how we explain that the Looney Tunes become CGI for the last third of the movie, and it works. Yeah. So I think I think it has a pretty decent home at eighty five point five. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Moving on over to music, we're sitting at a six. I was okay, disappointed. What, what did I give this? I think you gave this a seven. Can I drop it to a six too? I know that won't help. I'm. Well, it's okay. Now it's 
at a solid six. <laughs> okay, cool. You know what? That's just going to make me feel better. Because how in the hell do you not incorporate the original Space Jam theme song into a right? Space Jam movie? Are you had, like are are you kidding me? Like they had they had a new remix of Pump Up the Jam, which you know I loved, and there even is a remix of the Space Jam theme in the first trailer, uh, where it's just like "Welcome to the Space Jam" or some shit like that. It sounds freaking cool. I would have loved if that was in this movie. Yeah, what in the actual shit? Whoever did the soundtrack, I want to smack the shit out of them for not really... Oh, you know what? Maybe we should put the Space Jam theme song into a Space Jam movie. Hmm. Dude, you know when I when I was expecting the Space Jam theme song to get kicked in when they were like setting up the arena and had all the audience members come in and then they were doing that big like pan shot over like the whole audience in the basketball court. I thought yes. that's when it was going to kick in. And then, like, I thought, like, they were going to do something funny with, like, algae, like, being like, oh, this music needs an upgrade, too. And then, boom, and, like, like, the and then do remix yeah. version. I mean, I actually That's what thought, I was expecting. And then it was I would have loved freaking that. garbage. <laughs> I actually thought they were going to follow the first one in suit and uh, play it when, uh, you know how, like, they're doing that whole, uh, like, What's the word? Like montage of like LeBron James being signed and all that fun shit. Because they did the same thing with Michael Jordan in the original one. That's when they played uh, the Space Jam theme. So I thought they were going to do the same thing in this one with LeBron's uh, montage. But no, they, I don't even know what song they freaking played during that. Um, but yeah, freaking ridiculous. Like literally the, the only things I take away from the soundtrack is the pump up the jam remix was decent. I, I liked the, where it was put, you know, I enjoyed it. And then that there was no original space jam theme to be found. I would have been fine if it was a remix. I don't care. Just put it in there somewhere. Yeah. Like such bad decisions. Like what, in, what the hell? <laughs> That's what most people. <laughs> that's went to the. Uh, yeah, the sound like so. It's a I'm jam, not. I'm not going to. I'm not. I won't dock for what the soundtrack could have been. I docked for what it was, and the what it was was basic as all hell. Yeah, like honestly, pump uh, the pump up the jam is the only song that I remember. Yeah. I I'm actually going to look up the soundtrack and see what songs were in it. Yeah, there was Pump Up the Jam and no other songs that I I know. Yeah. That's some bullshit. <laughs> that is so stupid. Such a missed opportunity. Yes. You could have had a bitchin' theme song. Or oh, yeah. a bitchin' score. Honestly, I would have jumped up to an eight had they played the the origin or the the Space Jam theme song. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Easily. But no. It was sorely disappointing. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. 
And just for those of you that think we're being we made it this low because of what it didn't have, that is not true. Like I said, there was only one song that we knew, and even that, it was just kind of like, eh. The music, yeah. the music no. didn't enhance anything. No, 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 it really did not. So it's just that's what music's supposed to do. It's supposed to enhance the experience that you're having, and this it just it was background noise, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, so I think a six is more than fair. Yeah, no, honestly, it might agree. be too fair, but or. Not too too fair. nice. It might be too generous. <laughs> but moving on over to costumes, we ended up giving this one an eight. They which, were pretty decent. Yeah, super decent. Like I really liked the uh, the Toon Squad uh, uniform. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny like looking at the Toon Squads one and then how like basic the goon squad one is but i mean it makes sense it worked yeah i really liked how they had like the looney tunes the circle but it was like on half of the the outfit and then they had like toon squad on the on the chest it looked super cool it did um freaking love the design and it worked well on everyone yeah which is really shocking (laughs) Yeah, I think the only one that didn't wear it was Daffy. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's because he was the manager, so it worked. Yeah. Or but... the supposed manager. <laughs> or co- No, not manager. I'm sorry, coach. Yeah. So I think that worked really well. I think everyone else's costumes looked pretty good. The only costumes I had any issues with were the ones in, or the characters in the background. <laughs> Yeah. Like I said, felt felt very Comic-Con-y. And I think they could have played off of that. <laughs> but but whatever. Uh, I mean, dude, straight, even like freaking the Pennywise one looked Comic-Con-y. And it I did. It's not, that, it's not that hard to nail Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise. There are many websites that make like top tier movie quality Pennywise costumes. Dude, it looked like the dude. Like you could, it's like you could almost see the 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 cap that they yeah. put on the guy. <laughs> Straight up, it was like they didn't so even try bad. Blending. It was so bad. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So those were the only ones that were rough. I think the only reason it didn't get docked down to a seven was because the background characters were background characters. Yeah. Um. But yeah, every every costume that LeBron wore or the uh, the Looney Tunes looked really good. It did, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to our personal grade. Rose, you want to take this one? I would love to. Um, so overall, I walked into this not expecting much, and I walked out being like, okay, you know what? That was all right. It wasn't great. It wasn't really that good. Um. But I had a good time. Um, it, it's a, The last third is a visual feast for the eyes with how much they put on that damn screen in that, in that uh, basketball game. And for the most part, it does work, especially with uh, the Looney Tunes 
being in CGI, like we said, we're amazed of how well that worked. Um, overall, I I had I had a decent time. LeBron James does need to work on his acting. Um, so if they decide to make a Space Jam three, and if they bring him back, uh, hopefully his acting is slightly better. <laughs> Um, but I mean, if they do a Space Jam three, let's face it, they'll probably just replace him with another big NBA star. It seems like that's the norm for these ones. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, overall, enjoyed for what it was. I did have a decent time. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a solid seventy. Oh, nice. Um. I'm on the same page as you. I I really enjoyed what this movie was, what they were you could see that what they were going for. And honestly, I don't think that this movie like Space Space Jam, I don't think needs to be basketball. I think no, they could do another sport. Dude, I would love to see like freaking um Imagine like uh, hockey Space Jam or some shit like that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be freaking cool. awesome. That'd be super dope. Um, yeah, like that'd be way cool. But I highly doubt we're, we'll ever get that. Yeah, yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, so it's it is what it is. It's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> describe it. Yeah, it's like we said. It's it's okay, <laughs> but I had a, I had a decent time with it. I liked seeing the Looney Tunes and their their antics. I wish we would have gotten to see a little bit more, which is another complaint that I had with the original. Yeah, um, definitely agree with that. But I I think I had some decent fun with it, and I th- think that a lot of the jokes landed pretty well. This is I think we've just been like ragging on this movie, but it's it's a decent watch. It's not yeah. like I don't think anyone's gonna be like that was a complete and utter waste of time. Like honestly, it's it it's a shut your brain off and just shut your brain off. Have a good uh, enjoyable movie night with the family. Think you'll have a good time. Yeah. I think the one thing that it's absolutely missing is the the theme song. That is the biggest thing that this yeah, movie's that's missing. The biggest biggest killer. Ugh, I hate it. Like that's like one of those things that like I was expecting to do. Like I was expecting to sit on the couch, watch this movie, and then like as soon as the basketball game started just go, "Come on." And <laughs> but nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, "Where the hell is this shit?" Like where the hell's the theme song? <laughs> uh, so I think I'm gonna give I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna give it a seventy four. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so averaging that out brings us to a seventy two for our personal grade. Which concludes this breakdown. So, the final All Bros letter grade for Space Jam A New Legacy is. a C. Okay. It's uh, not a D, and that's that's what I was pushing for. I did not want this to land in the D's. Yeah, it is. 
out of all the C movies that we've graded, this is at the very bottom. Oh shit! It. <laughs> oh shit! It okay. In its defense, it is not that close to a C minus. Okay. So the cutoff for a C minus is seventy percent. It is sitting at a seventy three point one eight percent. Okay, I saw it decently close. Yeah, so that puts it. So yeah, it's number twelve of twelve of the C movies, <laughs> and the, so the C movies are all those the the C movies that we've graded. So that puts it below the Last Jedi. <laughs> I can't. I probably would put it above personally. <laughs> yeah, well, you freaking hated that movie. <laughs> I did hate that movie so much. Yeah. So, like I said, Space Jam's at seventy three point one eight. The Last Jedi is at seventy four point two eight. Uh, then it is below Fantasy Island at seventy four point three. Oh yeah, I would. Definitely dis. I'm I'm sorry. Personally, I'm saying personally, I would definitely disagree with that. Space Jam: A New Legacy is better than that. You think it's better than Fantasy Island? Yeah, I'm sorry. I that is that bullshit. Movie. I hated that movie, dude. I think I think our C movies are the ones that we disagree with on the most. I think so too. <laughs> uh, it's below Unfriended, which is at a seventy-four point five. I actually like that movie, so. Okay, I can deal with that. Yeah, it's below Scoob, which is sitting at a 74.8. Okay. Below Surf's Up, which is at a 74.9. Okay. It's below Power Rangers at 75.18. Or, yeah, 75.1. Yeah, Power Rangers is definitely better. (laughs) Yeah, it's below Venom at 75.2. I actually thought Venom was higher than that for us. I thought it was too. I, I want to go back and and look at that one when yeah, I we're thought done. like Venom scored like a B from us. I'll probably have to rewatch it because I feel like I'm I'm holding that up too, too high. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's below the Rise of Skywalker, which is sitting at a seventy-five point three, and it is below Ant Man and the Wasp, which is sitting at a seventy-five point three three. Okay. It has a decent home. Yeah. So I did 10 this time above because I don't have any below. And I usually do like 5 above, 5 below. I love how Space Jam is the lowest of the low when it comes to C minus. Or not C minus, C's. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, And then like the other two, it's Adam's Family and My Spy. Okay, I mean, I definitely like Space Jam a lot more than My Spy. Dude, what? <laughs> so I'm sorry. How can you disagree? No, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking C movie. I love how we agree m- mostly on like, like when it comes to like the A movies, we absolutely agree. B plus B. B B minus movies. We we agree generally. When it comes to wh- something about the C movies, <laughs> I don't know there there is only one A movie 
that we do disagree on from what I've seen. Which one's that? The unicorn store. Oh, you can go screw yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> that movie is a treat. <laughs> For me, it's like a B or a C treat. But that's just me. Them is fighting words. <laughs> anyway, before a fight breaks out on this podcast, <laughs> um, yeah. So that concludes this uh this breakdown. So. If you like this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we are basically everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Or you can follow us on social media um, where you can DM us if you have an episode idea, want to answer our question of the week when we actually post one. Or if you <laughs> want to join us for an episode, we would love to have anyone on. Uh, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash theallbros. Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at theallbros. You can also email us at theallbroschannel at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, which is our one-stop shop, uh, tinyurl.com forward slash theallbros. All links will be in the description. Uh, and while you're over on our website, be sure to check out our merch store, which is on Public. Shit keeps getting removed. So Bullshit. Yeah, go on there and buy something. More than likely, it's going to get removed, and it's then it's technically a limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought we'd say that about the Allbro store, but yeah, apparently it's becoming a thing. <laughs> Dude, that's why I bought like the uh, the Solo one because I think didn't uh, Disney take down one of our other Star Wars ones? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like honestly, like I feel like it's like so close to Souls. I'm like, they have to take it down. There's no way they're not going to. And shockingly, they didn't. But I mean, I'm glad I got a hoodie of the slow one. Yeah, but but yeah, um, we're probably going to be making some changes to that. More than likely, just make it so I'll post the the images. <laughs> And then if you want a shirt, we'll make one for you. There we go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then all you have to do is just pay to get it made. Yeah, so there we go. That's and then all idea. it's going to cost you on our end is a picture of you in said item. Yeah, that's all we ask for. Hell yeah. Um, But yeah, so next week... We will be attempting once again to break down the Forever Purge. I need to get off. My, I I'm, I need to go see it in theaters, so I'm go, I'm going to try and make that happen sooner rather than later. Come on, man! Make your country proud. <laughs> Purge and purify. Your government thanks you for your participation. <laughs> Freaking hell. <laughs> um. So yeah. But until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. God, that's like the... Wow, that was the worst one ever. That's very sultry. S sultry? Sultry. That, okay. Okay. <laughs>